Welcome to Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. This week, unhoused relatives have returned to the Wall of Forgotten Natives in Minneapolis. Wildfire smoke continues to suffocate northern Minnesota, and there's some great community events to check out. Minnesota Native News reporter Emma Needham has more. Pressure is on the city of Minneapolis and the state of Minnesota as unhoused citizens retake residence at the Wall of Forgotten Natives. Situated on a strip of land off Highway 55 near the Franklin Avenue Native American Cultural Corridor, Wall of Forgotten Natives remains a blatant reminder of Minnesota's unhoused citizens. Little Earth resident Nicole Mason and other community members held a press conference on August 21st. In her speech, Mason says that at last count, 122 of the 130 people reestablishing the encampment are Native people, coming from 14 different reservations. Mason says the camp is clean and residents feel safe and supported there. Mason criticizes the ongoing destruction of encampments throughout the city, saying that the recent encampment clearings attributed to natives returning to the wall. She says that significant money has been spent to remove unhoused citizens instead of meeting their needs. According to Minneapolis's report in April 2023 titled A City Response to Homelessness, it costs between $40,000 and $265,000 to evict unhoused citizens from encampments. In response to the camp, Minneapolis Mayor Fry announced that he will unveil his plan to end homelessness next week. Mason's speech also reminds Mayor Fry of his promise to end homelessness five years ago at the exact location at the Wall of Forgotten Natives. Minnesota Native News will continue to follow this story as it develops. Meanwhile, northern Minnesota is still bathed in massive amounts of smoke from the Canadian wildfires. Beltrami County Emergency Management echoed NPR's report of record-breaking smoke statewide. Of the several locations in Minnesota monitored by the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency for air quality, Red Lake not only observed the highest air pollution concentration ever observed in Minnesota, but remained at that level for a stunning 13 continuous hours. Air quality alerts remain in effect throughout most of northern Minnesota, and officials warn Minnesotans to avoid prolonged outdoor activities. Check the MPCA website at pca.state.mn.us for more information about the air quality in your area. In other news, upcoming events in Minnesota include Minobimadizi Science and Medicine Fair on Sunday, August 27th from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Park Point Duluth. The event aims to bring community awareness about healthy lifestyles, physical activity, and local indigenous cultures, plus break down mistrust of scientists and medical providers and engage the community together in fun, hands-on, educational, and cultural ways. As we approach the harvest season, it's not too late to sign up as a vendor at the Four Sisters Farmers Market in the Twin Cities. Four Sisters Farmers Market is still running weekly on Thursdays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the parking lot of Pow Wow Grounds Coffee at 1414 East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. You can apply to be a vendor at the Native American Community Development website at NACD.org and click the link for the Four Sisters Farmers Market. If you're further north, check out the 4th Annual Food and Art Market on September 16th, hosted by the American Indian Community Housing Organization. This is the final market of the season and has extended hours from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's located at 231 West 2nd Street in Duluth, right across the street from Aicho. Another upcoming event is the Wodakuye Gathering for Wakan Tipi, hosted by Wakan Tipi Awanyakampi, formerly the Lower Failing Creek Project. The event is a fundraiser to support and celebrate kinship with an indigenous-led environmental stewardship. 
The event is on September 14th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Harriet Island Wigington Pavilion at 200 Justice O.H. Boulevard in St. Paul. Please register in advance at wakontp.org slash events. By the way, if you're one of the over 1 million average yearly visitors attending the Minnesota State Fair, don't forget to check out the Amper's radio booth in the Education Building. Amper's will be broadcasting live from the Minnesota State Fair with producers from many stations and shows, including Minnesota Native News, to meet and greet. Come see the faces of your Amper stations at the Minnesota State Fair. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Emma Needham. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.